Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Welcome to the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. We are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And we do move in herds. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Was that like a callback in the movie? Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, why? Is, I'm, 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 I must have missed it. I don't know. I don't get why he says yeah. that. No, man, it's it's a paleontologist thing, dude, where, where uh, uh, you know how in, in – uh, in school, we're, we're taught that all dinosaurs lived in swamps and were cold-blooded and, you know, were basically reptiles. And by the late 80s, early 90s, we found out that not only dinosaurs were warm-blooded, but they were like... Uh, uh, yeah, big chickens, actually. Big fucking chickens. Big, yeah. One of my favorite things about that is that somebody, like some poor paleontologist, like when that movie came out, he was like, you know that raptors were about the size of small dogs and they had feathers. And everybody was like, hardy fucking har, poor <laughs> shit. And then like a year later, like, oh, yeah, they were like pretty short and they had feathers. Yeah, in Utah, they're a Mormon. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I wasn't raised on any of that shit with dinosaurs. I was yeah. taught that they were put here by God. No, yeah, six thousand years ago. <laughs> six thousand years ago, when the Earth didn't so, exist. So, uh, so we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back after a long hiatus, man. Uh, I moved house, and I now live in a house, and uh, apparently, uh, that takes up so much of my time that uh, we were gone for two months. Moving <laughs> is a fucking nightmare, Will. Yeah. Like, Take it from somebody who's moved like 26 times in fucking 20 years. I got you beat. I got you beat 27. Really? <laughs> yes. I fucking moved a lot. I moved it's fucking a lot. I'm hoping my next move is my last one because my mom is like um, getting ready to shit. Well, at least she, in her mind, she's ready to shuffle off the damn mortal coil. Oh, God. But like she's, yeah, but my mom is just sort of. She's been ready to die since I was like five. <laughs> like I love my mom. I really. You do. just took everything out of her, didn't you? <laughs> I guess so, dude. Like I'm, I'm at a point where I tell my brother all the time because like it upsets him too. Like I was like, she's always been that way. He's like, yeah, I've never liked it. I'm like, no, I know. And then like I remember like telling him the other day, I was like, she's gonna fucking outlive the both of us, dude. Knowing her, yeah. But like she's she's like prepping the house for me to like move into it and everything too. So. I've already told everybody, like, once I move there, like, I'm done. That'll I'm done it, forever. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to drag me kicking and yeah. screaming. Like, I will fight anybody that tries to pull me out of the house. Like That's the way I am now, man. Like, like we uh, um, 
we pulled our finances together and we're like, because we had planned, my wife and I had planned to like, okay, we're going to start saving up to buy a house and everything. Like once, once, once both girls are, uh, uh, are old enough to go to school, like I'll go back to work mm-hmm. and I'll, uh, um, you know, we'll start saving money. And then we, we, we started like doing the math. Mm-hmm. And you know how the world is today? <laughs> yeah. We're like, dude, I live in it. <laughs> never going to be able to afford a house, dude. Fuck Not no. at all. Not in this So, economy. like, you know what? You know what, man? Uh, my parents, they they own property up in Falvurias that mm-hmm. they're planning, I guess, one one of these days to move over there because my dad's already retired. Yeah. yeah. So, we're Good just going to take man. over Your this house. really hard. That's awesome. Six years, dude. Ooh. At HEB. Good lord, man! That's years. Good for him, though. I'm glad that he like fucking that he got that. That's the dream, dude, to just go off mm-hmm. to a ranch. Yep. Like I tell people yep. all the time, like what what'd be the first thing that you'd get if you won the lottery? I'm like, I know the first thing I'd get rid of neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> that I'd get rid of fucking neighbors. I hate well, having neighbors. I'm just lucky that I've had that this house has had the same neighbor for for years and years and years. And in fact. Uh, my direct next door neighbor that lives on the uh, on the on the east side of my house uh, was my like junior high coach. You know? Oh, okay. like, he was okay. like my teacher in like junior high and high school and stuff. So like I've known him like my entire life. That's awesome. He's known no, my family. So, so we're no, cool our, our, our neighbors here are constantly testing the threshold of the concrete porch. <laughs> they're trying yeah. to see if they can if they can just knock it all the way down to the first floor. It's kind of amazing. I live next to a herd of fucking elephants. I'd like to see that actually. <laughs> oh, so would I. You have no idea. So anyway, right. man. Uh, speaking of nostalgia. Uh, we are going through a phase in pop culture nowadays where everything old is new again, right? Yeah. So I think that since we are on the cusp of uh, the brand new Jurassic World movie coming out, which is getting horrible reviews. If I imagine it would. They, you know, they haven't been good since the first one. Well, I, 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 I like the second one. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third part, one is a great creature feature. That's what I was gonna say. They've been creature yeah. features ever since part three. And that's the like, thing. And that's why that's what I appreciated about uh, uh, the first Jurassic World movie and the second Jurassic World movie, where they kind of tried to change things up a little bit, but it it didn't it didn't really go too well. And uh, I think that's why because this first Jurassic World movie was nothing like the other ones no this no. one was was an existential crisis in a film <laughs> like so, a very uh, good one at that so uh, let's get to it man this movie this movie was released in 1993 dude 19 years ago that's fucking absurd. 19 years ago no way no, way, no, way more no, than 29 years. years ago yeah i was like 29 brother 29 years ago dude that's, that's just you and me praying wishing we were still young <laughs> it was 19 <laughs> years ago 10 years ago yeah i was like it was 19 years ago a decade dude, ago 29 years ago dude i was on the verge of like my adulthood back then you know or not even my adulthood i was a freaking tween back then dude you know <laughs> I was at the point in my life where I was finally allowed to go to the movies by myself. You Very know, nice. Where I was allowed to watch uh, movies higher than PG. <laughs> you know, uh, I was allowed to rent R-rated movies. 
finally. You know, certain R-rated movies, not like, you know, not all different kinds of R-rated movies. Uh, but this, the pop culture surrounding this film in 1993 mm-hmm. was oh, huge. Okay. It was, it was, in my opinion, like kind of the second coming of Batmania. It really was because Steven Spielberg was at his, at his peak of popularity. Peak, peak Spielberg. Peak Spielberg, man. Um, and uh, dinosaurs were, I mean, at least in my life, they were huge. Like, I love dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I think every kid really fucking, anybody our age was mad obsessed with dinosaurs. Anybody like, who grew up in the 80s, man, because in the yeah. 80s, like, dinosaurs were like the cool thing. You know, like in the 50s, it was a space age. In the Or 50s, it was, it was the uh, wild, wild west. You know, in the 60s, it was a space age, you know? Apparently, it still is the, all the rage with the fucking dinosaurs. Is it? Yeah, I know my daughter loves them. She she will not eat a, a piece of food if it's not shaped as a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she That's knows super the funny because I just will not eat a piece of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. I actually really like fruit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's all my other daughter eats. That's all she eats. But anyway. Um, it's nature's candy. Did you ever read the book that this movie is based on? The Jurassic Park? By I, did. Yeah. I did. I did. Is it as bad as everybody says it is? It's horrible. It's a really <laughs> bad book. Like I, I couldn't finish it, dude. Like, like every couple of pages, there was like some something that had nothing to do with the plot. Like there it, were he he overexplained everything in that book. Everything. It was so boring. It's so poorly written that you forget what you're reading after. I was like dinosaurs, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, holy <laughs> shit, man! Like get to the damn fucking point. Like and then and then when you get to the dinosaurs finally eating people, he goes into so much detail about how the guts spill from the guy's stomach. It feels like it should have been like a, a much more graphic movie reading the book. Mm. <laughs> it should have been a little bit more Carnosaur, which came out <laughs> which came out before Jurassic Park, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Roger Corman. But yes, um, Yeah. But dude, when, like, when when you're when you're talking about uh and everybody says that that oh well the, the book is always better than a movie. Nah, dude. Nah. Steven Spielberg is a king of making movies that are better than the books. Just look at like Jaws. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, um, Freddy Player One. <laughs> Freddy Player One, which oh my god, dude! <laughs> we are going to be talking about that movie later on because I'm just going to say it right now, ladies and gentlemen. This month we are we're this is uh, going to be we're going to be celebrating Steven Spielberg. Okay, the director honor- of directors, man, and like it's it's so easy to like pick on Spielberg. And to like mm-hmm. say all sorts of fucking negative things about Spielberg, but the thing is, there's a reason he's mm-hmm. still the measuring stick. Yep. Like when yep. you joke when you joke around with somebody and like when you're telling somebody, this is what I would have done, this is what I would have done in this movie, like okay, Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> it's still he's still the measuring stick. Yep. Like it's just the way so. it is, man. Like, and it's cause whether anybody wants to agree or not, and I am not a fan of E.T. I'm not a fan of a lot of his movies, but mm. the fact of the matter is, God damn is he a director and a damned good one. I love E.T., but it's all nostalgia. Like I, yeah. I, it's hard for me to watch that movie because for me, that movie is very boring. I right? watched. It's very boring, but it's charming. It's charming, but it's very boring to me. You have to understand. I watched that movie when I was eight. By the mm-hmm. time I was eight, I had already seen Aliens and fucking the thing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this fucking 
you know, bald headed, dick fingered alien didn't just rip people apart irritated me. <laughs> yeah. it was just what, I was like, sorry, I'm not, I don't feel it in my heart. It's the it, first and only movie I've ever cheered for Peter Coyote. <laughs> 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 it's it's kind of fascinating now because like the 80s has a habit of just making a comeback like every 10 years mm. 70s and the 80s apparently that's their or 80s and from the 70s to the 90s apparently we peaked as a society well there's there's a cycle going on and, and i've mentioned this in previous episodes of this podcast where the kids who were growing up in those yeah. decades are now in charge of things and they're bringing back the same thing happened in the nineties, you know, with yeah. all the old TV shows that were coming back as movies, like the Brady bunch and Adam's family. Yeah, and, all that stuff. Yeah. and, uh, like now those kids that grew up in those eras are in charge now. And, and God damn, we're at the cycle where, uh, where like the first Jurassic park movie is vintage and, you know, kitschy, I know. And, you know, trying to, you know, it's, it's weird. It's it's, it's, it's it very fucking. It's very weird that it's like Jurassic Park is once again the cool thing, and it's 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 followed up by like your your eighties obsession because like I have not seen I've seen season one of Stranger Things, like uh-huh. I've never seen anything past it, and it's not that I'm like opposed to it or anything like that. It's just that I was like, ah, it's a good show. It's fine, yeah. and I just never like caught up with it. And I just want to take a moment to say, if you're gatekeeping a Kate Bush song, I'm going to vomit on you. <laughs> like, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm literally just going to throw up on you. I will just say that that scene that features that song is one of the best shot, best edited, best uses of a song I have ever seen in a, in a moving picture show. I hear. I hear it's a really great scene. It's brilliant. And it doesn't work like you can't just like not watch the show and then go onto YouTube and watch that clip because the power of that scene is all in the context. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen a few people post up that video that says like warning you're about to watch that scene. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you you can't just do that because everything building up to that scene Mm -hmm. is is it's all character development. It's all like who that person is and why. It's so powerful. Like, I lost it, dude. When watching that scene, like, I lost it, dude, because everything that that character has gone through, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, everything culminates in that scene, and that's why it's so great. Well, I need that's to take the time so to actually sit and watch that show, because I know my, my stepdaughters want to watch it, and, mm-hmm. like, well, at some you point, have until, like... you have until the end of this month, because in July 2nd, I think, they're going to release the, sec- the last two episodes of okay. of the series of the uh, uh the season and the last two episodes are each feature length they're each like an hour and a half two hours oh wow very yeah. cool so it's going to be it's going to end in two two feature length episodes that sounds pretty but, cool man yeah dude and and they're they're quick watches dude they're like they're like 40 50 minute episodes 10 episodes mm. each season so like they're they're pretty quick but anyway that sounds good i got to ch- i got to sit and check that yeah. out man like i want to yeah. watch it with my stepdaughters and like <clears throat> they've been curious enough to watch it i told their grandmother a long time ago i was like you should let them watch that one because like what i've seen is like mm. it's scary enough that it's not like oh my god you know what i mean well they're older kids so so they'll be yeah. fine like that like they're, they're it's nothing it's nothing too intense yeah you know yeah. It, it's I don't, too I don't, intense I for my so kids weird. but 
it's too intense for my kids, but like for for your kids that are older, oh, yeah, they'll love it. So they'll like, love it. They should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd hope they'd be so, fine. Like, so speaking of speaking of horror, dude, um, Spielberg does something with with Jurassic Park that. Um, I think it's very, very hard to do because, and like you said, back in the early 90s, like, for example, like that Carnosaur movie, right, which was a straight up, like, horror movie, right? Like, it was a, it was a creature oh, feature. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's practically a slasher. Yeah. And he kind of walks the line with this with this one. Very like the very, close. The very first scene of this movie is some dude getting eaten by an unseen raptor. Yeah. And like Spielberg right off the bat shows you how powerful these creatures are and how like a whole group of men can't stop this one thing, you know? Mm. And like the guy's telling him like, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her. And they keep shooting her and it doesn't stop and they lose the guy, (laughs) you know? Like it's right off the bat, you know, these, these, these uh, dinosaurs are extremely dangerous, you know? Fucking Phil Tippett. He had one job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because like they had originally given they had given him the job of a uh, of, uh, uh, special effects coordinator right yeah and um th- this is probably old news a lot of people already know this but i'm just gonna say this uh spielberg originally wanted to go with stop motion and yeah. he hired phil tippett and his uh his uh his company which was a stop motion company to do the dinosaurs so uh, a couple of other guys in the special effects uh, uh, company were like, dude, like we can do CGI and it's going to be it's going to be so much better. So what they did was they did a uh, uh, like a like a, a, a temporary shot of the, the compass horses running, uh, yeah. running through the through the field. And uh, and uh, Spielberg went into the uh, the Universal uh, uh, theater there, and they were going to show him the stop motion footage. Yeah, but the guys switched the stop motion footage with the CGI footage without telling anybody. Yeah, right. And when they showed it to uh, to Spielberg, Spielberg's like, "Wow, this this looks really good." He's like, "Yeah, it's all CGI. Like we can do this in in half the time that it takes the stop motion guys to do it." He's yeah. like, "All right, we'll do it." You know, and he felt so bad that he gave Phil Tippett the 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 credit the credit <laughs> <laughs> the credit. Nah, but, but yeah, man, that's 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 basically and and this was such a groundbreaking movie uh, because it was one of the first times that we actually saw photorealistic CGI. Yeah, but it's, all, it's it's only like in ten minutes of the movie. Oh, there's only like ten minutes of CGI footage. See, this is why I tell people like CGI is meant to be an assistant, not a crutch. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of movies just use it as a crutch now. Mm-hmm. Like there are some movies, like for example, the 2011 remake of The Thing. Mm-hmm. Like one of the most frustrating things about that to me is the fact that they built. All those things. They had makeup artists build. Everything was practical in that movie. Everything. And then the fucking guys were like, nah, let's just CGI it. Looks better and CGI. It looks like, so bad, dude. It doesn't. Like, and that's because. Did you see the behind the scenes footage of the original shots compared yes. to the CGI? It looks so that's, good. That's the thing for me. Like, the CGI in that movie, it really isn't too awful. Mm. If, you, if you used it, to be a fucking assistant to the practical effects, like you would have had like Terminator 2 levels of cool. 
Yeah. Like, even Terminator 2. Like, <laughs> excuse me. Like, that's all fucking... Most of that's practical. Yeah. Like, for those of you that don't know, whenever he's running around with his head split open... That's like, a real that's puppet. A, that's a puppet. That's not yeah. him. That's yeah. not fucking CGI. That's not a green mask. Like, my man's walking around with a big fucking thing on his head. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of it. Even so much as him replicating people, he used twins. Yeah, like, exactly. you, you use CGI as an assistant, not as a crutch. Mm -hmm. And some people just, they crutch it. And I yeah. fucking hate that. Like, I hate that they do that. And that's kind of why all the Jurassic Park movies now just look like shit to me. Because mm -hmm. it looks like they're running away from cartoons. Yeah. Well, and and like, it... The thing about it, the first one, like, oh my god, dude, like, that see, still holds up. It's still Spielberg terrifying. knows Spielberg knows how to cover it up too, because well. like he, it was at it was at night and it was raining. Yeah. So like you covered it up a lot. There was there was a scene, uh, which is one of the most iconic scenes where they see the 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 Platicus dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I'm such a nerd. I actually know their names. <laughs> The, the the platypus dinosaurs uh, coming out of the water and like it's broad daylight and and you you're looking up and everything and and yeah that looks a little dated by little. today's standards yeah but the wide shot where you see everything like it looks mm -hmm. so beautiful that dude. looks that's, great and that's like a 10 second shot that that's they don't he doesn't stay on that shot any longer than he needs to. He nope. stays on it long enough for you to realize. Sorry, I haven't eaten all day today. Yeah. He stays. He stays on it long enough for you to realize that mm -hmm. there's fucking dinosaurs in the field. Yep. That's all you really need it for. Exactly. Now, that's kind of the problem with his new movies now. With the new Jurassic Park movies, is you're you're running away from a tennis ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. That's fine. Like I don't mind that, but like I said, like well, mix it so, up, man. Mix it yeah, up. It's like possible. Some of no. these movies have become crutches, and I, I remember, like, even um, in Cabin in the Woods, Drew Goddard had this insane, insane idea to fucking, um, that entire third act, he was like, it's all going to be practical. Everything mm -hmm. is going to be practical. And if you guys haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, go back and listen to our episode of Cabin in the Woods, and, yeah. like, check out a full commentary, commentary in that movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a full commentary track of it, too. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> It just makes me laugh because he went to his makeup artist, which I think was Greg Nicotero. And he was like, yeah, I want all this to be practical effects. And Greg Nicotero laughed at him. He's like, are you fucking high? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, we, we, I want it all. If it can be done practically, it's got to be done practically. Like, you want me to build a fucking dragon? Like, you want me to build gargoyles? You want me to build zombies? Like, bro, when do you plan on releasing this movie? Like, in the next 20-something years? <laughs> He's like, like, I can do it, but I need $20 million in six months. Yeah, he was like, you're going to have to give me more money than the fucking movie's worth. You're yeah. going to have to pay another fucking team to assist me. Like, are you crazy? Because I think the entire budget for that movie was like $35 million, I think. Yeah, he was like, you've got to be out of your fucking mind if you think we could pull this off. Like, you're yeah. crazy. It won't happen. You need to CGI this. And he was like, fine. And then he'd mm. even said, like, his first day on set, he was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, good God. Well, no, we, have, we, have, we have this, this mentality that, like, uh, okay, let's face it. Animatronic and practical effects are hard to do. Oh, know? God, yeah. But the at the same time, but at the same time, it looks better. Yeah. It just straight and, up looks better. And like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing fucking easy about animating shit. There's no, nothing easy no. about animating. Dude, 
the frame per second rate, like when you hear the like guys, when you hear the term frames per second, mm-hmm. if it's like 40 frames per second, that means they have to edit 40 different fucking frames, 40 yeah. pictures yeah. to make the dinosaur like start reaching yeah. for something. Yeah. Like it's fucking. That's absurd. how many pictures they have to. That's how many times they have to render a single f- picture per second of footage. Mm-hmm. So they can spend uh, what, like a week, yeah. rendering something that'll only last like two seconds. Exactly. If you that, could take, you could mm-hmm. take a fucking. If it's if it's forty frames per second, most films are more now. Yeah. But if it's forty frames per second, and the fucking scene is three seconds long, it's a fucking. Two, that's 120 seconds or uh, uh, fucking 120 photos that they have to edit. Yeah, normal normal movies are usually 24 frames per second, but but that's all technical stuff, you know. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, dinosaurs, man. So I have this theory because when this movie came out, everybody was like, uh, "Oh, like these dinosaurs look all realistic and everything, and 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 everything looks all cool." Like it. it it apparently was the most scientifically accurate movie at the time huh. that we knew about, right? Later on, in fact, this. not even six months after the movie was released, like they found, I don't know how many different uh, uh, types of uh, of uh, new uh, different new, new information, and they that changed their perspective of what dinosaurs actually look like. Yeah. Now we know that dinosaurs were uh more closely related to modern birds and like <laughs> alligators and sharks and stuff than they yeah. were to reptiles and lizards you know which i think and, is so funny like especially like going back and watching these movies now mm-hmm. and and I, I i'll never forget the defense i heard because it's one that i can't i can't refute uh-huh. and i'm like it's hard not to accept that like, as I said, like, how do you explain what the way these fucking things look like now in these movies, dude? They, they were never supposed to look that. I was like, well, they're spliced with amphibians. Well, like, I'll take that. I'll take that, and I'll go one step further. Uh-huh. These aren't okay. You know, you know that scene where they go into the ride, the quote unquote ride, and they talk yeah. to Mister DNA and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. None of that happened. None of that's true. Okay. They didn't go into uh, old amber deposits and take out. Uh, uh, mosquito blood, and they just, do it they just made their own monsters. They just made their own monsters, and they solidify that that theory in Jurassic World, where where they where he's like, yeah, like we spliced or we created, like this is our product. We patented their their DNA is patented. It's mm. patented in gen product, right? So no, these aren't dinosaur clones. They are genetically modified original creatures that are made to look like what we thought dinosaurs were at the time. That is why in Jurassic, uh, in Jurassic Park uh, 2 and 3 and all the other Jurassic Park movies and everything, that's why they don't look like real dinosaurs because they're not real dinosaurs. Ah. Genetically modified creatures that were built 100% from the ground up in a lab. They the didn't freaks, take man. They, they didn't take the blood out of the out of the mosquito. That's just a ruse. That's the little flea circus that John Hammond was talking about. You know, ah, that's that no makes, expense. That makes know? total sense too, because like anybody worth their salt who read a fucking high school science book would go, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work that way. But you know, at the time, you know, that's that's what we, you know, that's what we thought. But 
you know, once we once we learn more and more, which we're still learning more and more about, you know, uh, it, it's it's getting closer and closer to where we might be able to clone uh, animals now. But God. Um, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> like what, what I, that I, would do, if anything. That. Oh, man. Slippery slopes. Like I'm all for mad scientists, you know. Like I, yeah. I, I'm all for science and, and and you know whatever, but mm, that's <laughs> we've had the movies, what, man. <laughs> the, like I, I, yeah, I've seen way too many movies, and then like I don't know if it's just the fucking the part of me that watches Fox News for entertainment and then goes, huh? Like, <laughs> I can see why you assholes get people sometimes because you're yeah. so full of shit. It works. This is the but future like, that liberals want. Yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> where what happens if they just start growing us in labs and then and then I become problematic and they just clone a version of me that doesn't talk shit on Facebook? Because <laughs> the guys who can get cloned, I'm, I've probably annoyed them pretty mm. badly on Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I don't, dude, I don't, there's, not enough, there's not enough cloning juice in the world to get all those guys that you pissed off. <laughs> oh, man. Like... I just like I, I have like I, I no joke I've had nightmares that they've all collectively just decided one day like you know what like that guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a real quick break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the real stars and the real heroes of this movie, the the uh-huh. main actors, uh-huh. the uh, <laughs> the uh, the the rock star and the blood sucking lawyer as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. So, uh, so we'll, we're gonna take a real quick break, and we'll be. Hey, Know It All Ned here. Thanks for tuning into the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Be right back. Foreman's been extinct since the Cretaceous period. I mean, this thing is a this thing. Why?
Mas você carrega na sua. Você fez. Você crazy son of a bitch. You did. few perfect scenes I agree. in movies. Excuse me. I agree. That was perfect. Oh, hardly. The music, my the visuals. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry about all that. Spend no expense. Spend no. <laughs> it's the, um, and it doesn't, it certainly doesn't hurt that like John, yes, that John Williams Williams, mm-hmm. like Good God, dude! That I, makes I, that tears that makes me tear up every time because that that those notes just encapsulate everything, everything about how powerful these creatures are supposed to make you feel when you see them in person. You know, he he, and it's it, it really is like <clears throat> he has such. John Williams has this, this like, and I, yes, I will take any opportunity I can to like fillet him <laughs> like on air. I just will. I'm sorry. How like, can you not? Nobody, nobody evokes an emotional response with their music quite the way John Williams does, at least to me. Yeah. And not to say that there's not amazing composers out there. I know some people get that way when they, when they hear Danny Elfman and that's cool. Mm. Like you feel that whimsy and it's yeah. perfect for the kinds of movies that he usually scores and not to say that he can't do an amazing amazing score like look at batman the bat march is fucking eternal yeah but like i can remember having this argument uh with an ex because she didn't know as much as she liked to (laughs) thought she did Mm. and i had i had said that like there is no better composer even back then i was like there's no better composer for films than john williams yeah and she was like no horseshit and i'm like really and we were talking about indiana jones and it said like John Williams, like his score for Indiana Jones is like there's there's never been like you couldn't change that with any other song and make it as good, like mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. 
And I was like, he's the greatest composer ever. And then she's like, nah, no way. I don't think he's, I don't think he's that good. And I'm like, who are you talking about? Cause I'm talking about John Williams. <laughs> like, <laughs> who the hell, like, who are you talking yeah. about? I'll never forget her going, what about the dude who scored Jurassic Park? And I'm like, that's, that's John <laughs> Williams sister. Mm-hmm. And like, she sat and she thought it's, she, I guess she was trying to think of like really iconic things. Yeah. And she was, ah, who did Star Wars? And I'm like, yep. that's John Williams. John Williams, man. Yeah. And she's like, ah, Jaws. And I'm like, yeah, John. Yeah. And she's like, no <laughs> fucking way. Almost like, every Spielberg, almost every Spielberg, every Spielberg uh, uh, George Lucas joint was John yeah. Williams. <laughs> like, it's all John Williams, man. And I was like, I'll, I'll jump another one for you. Superman, John Williams. Like, yeah. holy shit, he's amazing. And she's like, yeah, you might be right. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I am right. I'm not, there's no might be. When it comes to like John Williams, there's no might be's to me. I am right. Yeah. He's the greatest movie composer ever. Uh-huh. Like, and I mean that by like, like an infinitely huge margin. And that's no yeah. offense to like anybody who's in the business, anybody who does it. I have friends that do it and they're amazing too. But like, yeah. it's not taking away from anybody. But like when you write the Imperial March and fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like the crawl, the song for the crawl, Superman, Indiana Jones, like Jaws. Really? Which is two notes, two notes alternating. Two notes for Jaws. <laughs> da, 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 da. And you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, uh oh. Like, that's those two dreaded notes. The shark is coming. <laughs> like, same thing, Jurassic Park, dude. Like, his, his music is just, it's so good. And, like, no exception for this fucking movie. No exception whatsoever. Mm. He just goes hard in everything that he does. Like, I, I associate two songs with, with the fucking, with that movie. It's it's that that iconic Jurassic Park yeah, welcome song. Welcome to Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah, and fucking Nostalgia Critics, I'm the motherfucking team. <laughs> like, for me, it's like, that one. And, and uh, there's a piece called The Cavalier. Mm. Which I the reason why I know that one is because I actually tried to play it when I was in high school, and it's a hard oh, song shit. to play. Yeah, it's a very everything, hard. Just, I imagine I play everything. Everything John Williams does is, is yeah. That's not easy music, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's no, it, it's it's not that it's not that it's hard to play. It's just that the uh, uh, the it, it it takes somebody with extreme control to play those. those notes. <laughs> yeah, and which like, I didn't have, which I didn't have when I was 15, 16 years old. You know. <laughs> Like and then like you got to look at the fact too that he is like he is such a musician that he would just kind of like steal from himself a little bit yeah. like I I can I I imagine the conversation for Indiana Jones is like what do you want to do for the music uh can we play the Superman song just a little bit quicker <laughs> like, like how about a march there? do you want to march like like another march john okay <laughs> <laughs> that's march like yeah. fuck that he's amazing and like they're like it, the the music is a very big part of this movie to me like it's a very big part of it like it does let you know what you should be feeling if you don't know how to feel in this moment cuz really think about it how would you fucking feel if a t-rex just like walked by your car you know what I mean? We have no frame of reference. There's no all. frame of reference. There's absolutely except for this no music. Frame, except for the music. <laughs> like in this movie, if the music is letting you know this is how you should fucking feel right yeah. now. 
Like, and he does such a fucking good job of it in everything that he fucking does. Sorry, I know this isn't the We Love John Williams podcast, but it <laughs> fucking is. Yeah. Like, it really is. We fucking it's two love two for it. one special, like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, man. Like, if he wasn't so good, I wouldn't be talking about him. And honestly, John Williams is... I think one of the main reasons why Spielberg's movies work so well. Yeah, it is. And, it is. and I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's it's especially evident in this movie because you know exactly not only where this where where the music uh, from this movie like whenever you hear the music you know automatically you know Jurassic exactly Park, what it's from Jurassic yeah Park, right? you know exactly what it's but from. But John Williams is one of the few composers out there where you can buy his albums or like the soundtracks or whatever yeah. and like just listen to them you know and he's and like they're he's not a little very scene specific either no you know? they're not like that's the, the really good thing about it is like certain themes like will have you you'll remember the scene mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like you can't hear the imperial march without thinking about vader yeah like it's just it just doesn't make any fucking sense but that's that's a piece on its own though yeah but that's a singular yeah. piece like there's so many other like Songs that he does. And you know, one of my favorite fucking things that he does is like, he's a mega dick. If you do go see him in concert, like he Uh, rarely plays the cool ones. Like he plays everything else and like not for nothing. Everything else is fucking amazing too. And then like at the end of the night, he'll like toss you an Indiana Jones or a fucking, (laughs) like he starts hard and he ends hard, but everything in the middle is like, shut up. Like if you're here for the songs, go watch the fucking movie. Like, if you're here for those specific songs, go watch the movie. He's very, like, D. Snyder. And, like, we play We're Not Gonna Take It, and I want to rock first. Just get him out of the mm-hmm. fucking way. Yeah. Like, I want the Twisted Sister fans to enjoy the show. Because <laughs> so, I'm a Twisted Sister fan, bro. Like, there's yeah. some great songs they've got. Really great songs. Yeah, like, We're Not Gonna Take It. Apparently, we took it. <laughs> oh, that, But... That's a, little, anyway, that's a little social commentary on the, on yeah. the new <laughs> So uh, I want to talk about like that, right? <laughs> so I want I want to talk about the uh, uh, the actors real quick because here's the thing, dude. And and Ensemble, this this, this is another thing. This is another thing that I think makes it so much better than than the book is that. These are actual characters. Yeah. Really <laughs> good characters, three-dimensional, too. you know? Like uh, uh, John Hammond, who's played by Sir Richard Attenborough. Sir Richard. I didn't, I didn't know this until I was older, but apparently Sir Richard Attenborough had retired from acting 10 years before this movie. Yeah, dude. Like 10 he was, he years was, before this. He he hadn't acted in the movie in almost 15 years. He, he was literally one of the, like, I remember the old advertising was like, and Sir Richard Attenborough. Yeah. They were so proud. Yeah, that, like, because. Richard Attenborough came out of retirement for this movie. I think the last movie he did was like Flight of the Concord or something like that, like, or, or something like that. But he he was a major uh, uh, high class director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he directed uh, um, Gandhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't he direct Chaplin also? Yeah. 
Chaplin. He directed Chaplin, mm-hmm. which got him. Uh, he won an Academy Award for Gandhi. He was nominated for Chaplin, and and uh, Robert Downey Jr. got a Academy Award nomination yeah. for Chaplin. But he was like a highly sought after di- uh, director, and he was like, "No, I'm like I'm I'm done acting. Like I'm." He was like Jordan Peele. Yeah. Like, no, I'm done I'm acting. Done like, I, I don't want to act anymore. Spielberg came up to him and personally asked him, and uh, apparently. Uh, Attenborough like thought the world of Spielberg, so he's like, you know what? Yeah. For you, I'm gonna come back. It's so, it's interesting to me because so many people like in that circle think the they they thought and think the world of Spielberg. Yeah, like yeah. No, no one who's ever met Spielberg has a negative thing to say about mm-hmm. Spielberg. Just fucking sardonic pieces of shit <laughs> like us. Like, you know, you know one of one of my favorite stories, and and I will always say this, and I will shout this uh, on top of every rooftop. I I love uh, Drew Barrymore. Right. Like she's one of my favorite actresses from all intents and purposes. She's a great person, too. Like everything that I see about her, like she's a great person. Right. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite stories is when she came out in E.T. when she was like four years old, three or four years old. And uh, um, she kind of looked at Steven Spielberg as a surrogate father because, you know, her father wasn't wasn't around or whatever. Yeah. You know, in the late '90s, she became like this wild child, like you know, going crazy and you know, Early falling 90s. falling into the Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah. And when she was 18, she came out in an issue of Playboy magazine, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, Steven Spielberg sent her a package that, like, a congratulatory <laughs> package or whatever on her success or whatever, with with a a, a copy of the Playboy magazine mm-hmm. with all her pictures covered up. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable, man. Yeah, and, and, and like, like he always had, he always had kind of a like a like a like a uh, like kids just gravitated toward him. Like yeah. all, all the kids in his movies had nothing but good things to say about him, especially the kids in this movie. Uh, you know, in fact, Ariana Richards always said that you know she she had told. Uh, uh, Steven that she wanted to be an artist and she didn't really want to be an actress. She wanted to be an artist and he bought her a bunch of like paints and, you know, like uh, stencils and, you know, a bunch of art supplies and everything and uh, told her to to go for it. And that's and so that's what she did. And that's know? fucking that's amazing, too, man. Like even like the most like one of the darkest directors of our day in fucking Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Was such good friends with Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And like he always wanted to make his version of a family movie mm-hmm. and like the sad thing is that a lot of people don't know is that ai the movie artificial intelligence with Haley joel osment mm-hmm. directed by spielberg was originally being made by kubrick kubrick was very very into uh pre-production mm-hmm. um in fact he had everything set up like they were going to start filming like within the next year like just like everything was already set up and then when kubrick passed away spielberg uh he basically offered his services mm-hmm. to uh, to 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 direct the film because he knew how much that movie meant to Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and you know? he botched the ending. Mm-hmm. He botched. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you read what the original ending was, that uh, was the original ending. No, that was the ori- yes, it was. That not was the, the original ending. Yes, I'm sure the, that's the original ending for like the the script, but not the one Kubrick was going to go with. That's the one Kubrick was going to go with, dude. 
I find that so hard to believe. That's the I one Kubrick was going to so go. So hard to believe. I mean, maybe he might have shot it differently, but I mean, that was the ending that but, he wanted. But then again, like, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, I fucking, <laughs> yeah. I worship, I worship the ground that that guy fucking walked on, and like everybody mm-hmm. who ever worked with him was like, he was a madman. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was a psychopath. Like the only people except, who except for except for the guy who played him. Danny, except for the for the kid who played Danny. Apparently, yeah, he, he was he was it. always nice to the fucking kids, but everybody, all the adults, poor fucking Shelley Duvall. Like, yeah. <laughs> or everybody under the rap for even fucking no, nobody really talks about the fact that Vincent D'Onofrio did that that whole movie with a broken leg. Like he broke his leg really early on, and Kubrick was like, "That's cool, I'll replace you." And he's like, "No, I'll deal with it. Fuck it, use it." <laughs> he just dealt with it. Like fucking yeah. absurd, man. But like, I, I don't know, man. Spielberg has always had this really fucking really cool way of making making movies. I really hope that. You know, I don't think obviously he's not like that all the time, but I do. I, I love and I appreciate the fact that he realizes how fucking good he is. Like when he parodies himself in Austin Powers. Yeah. And he's like, well, my good friend Oscar here says, like, and it's true. <laughs> he's, he's such a terrible actor, dude. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> he can't act for shit. He's awful. But you want to like, hear something funny? You want to hear something funny? Like, uh, apparently Spielberg was a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Oh Lord! I don't know if you knew this, but you know the the scene, (laughs) the original or the new one? No, no, no. He's a big (laughs) fan of Mortal Kombat, the video game. Mm. And when he was, when they were making the movie, he he pulled strings and he says like, "I want to, I want to come out in it." And they offered, they asked him like, "Hey, like, are you serious? Like, you want to come out in in the movie?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll just do a small part." He was supposed to be the director director. in Johnny Cage's movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But apparently he was he was uh, he couldn't make it. He missed a flight or something, and he was really bummed out about it. He, he was apparently, really he, apparently he was Spielberg, and he had to Spielberg things. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: the so, dude who ended up playing the Spielberg director esque yeah. part, he's in this terrific, my opinion, terrific horror movie that's available on YouTube from 1995 called The Granny. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> like, he's in that movie. Like, I, that's the only reason I recognize. It. I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's he's I think he's one of the producers of the movie. Is he really? Say yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's that's one of the producers fun. or something. But anyway, um, uh, Laura Dern and Sam Neill. Mm-hmm. Now, Gotta Laura Dern that. apparently is like what was like what twenty years old when she made this movie? Yeah, she I was, thought she was young. older. She was yeah. really young. Yeah, I was like, she I, wasn't, I think she was barely old enough to drink when she came out in this movie. So uh, she pointed that out. Yeah, and um, apparently, like, there's like a new controversy or whatever because in the book, mm-hmm. uh, they were colleagues, right? Who, and they were they were like they were like the same age and they were colleagues. But in the movie, uh, she is his student, mm-hmm. and they have a relationship, which is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, nowadays or whatever. Like, apparently, like it was it was it was fine back then, but you know, nowadays with with power trips and you know how, how everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, that being said, I never felt that from Alan Grant. Their chemistry is awesome in this movie. I love. Oh yeah, I love them chemistry, too. dude. But and them like, too, like them too, like they like she's she's an extremely attractive young person, and he is uh, like a, a by the an book. extremely attractive older woman too. Yeah, I, I don't mind saying so myself. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, she she's like she's like the younger, like, you know, like 
you know, looking forward and happy about everything kind of person. And, and, uh, he's like a straight arrow, like my, my way is my way, you know, not change yeah. kind of person, but there's a scene where, where, uh, he talks to the little kid and like, he's, he scares the shit out of the little kid. And like she, she's they're they're like walking back to the trader, and he's like, "You want one of those? Like you want a kid? Yeah, you know." Some of them like, smell, baby yeah. smell. <laughs> and she's talking about it, and like, like the the conversation that they have, like he could be he could be a real asshole, and she could be annoying, but they're not. Yeah, like they come across as some as p- two people who know each other, who care very much about each other, and who have this conversation all the time without being annoying. You know which you know where they got the colleagues right in part uh, three, yeah. With Alessandro, I forget the guy's name, the dude who played Pollux Troy and <laughs> yeah. But like yeah, they were colleagues in the movie, and yeah. like he was annoying and he was an asshole. Like they and they yeah. did that right. Yeah. But, well, I mean, whatever you want to call that movie, I don't know if I'd call that one right, but Alan. <laughs> <laughs> That movie was directed by by uh, uh, oh shoot what's his name um, uh, Johnston what's his name I, I forgot what his name he he uh, he directed he also directed the uh, uh, the Rocketeer he directed a uh, Captain America First Avenger he directed October Sky he was the uh, uh, cinematographer on the first Star Wars movie like that guy is a great director right yeah yeah but. But and 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 some of his greatness comes through in that in that third no, Jurassic Park movie. No, but that third Jurassic Park movie is 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 it's diet Jurassic Park. Like it if didn't you want to be made, it had no reason being made. Exactly, no like, reason being made. There was no there was no, no reason. It. it didn't expand the story. It didn't it didn't move anything forward. It was just like a side quest. And you know, just the ending. They just got to the end of the island, and there's like yeah. a dude in a business suit. Like what the like, fuck? Oh hey, like, yeah. I thought I was wa- watching that scene. I was like, did I? Have I changed? Yeah. Am I watching Lost? <laughs> like, what is happening? But, like, part two was at least a continuation, right? Yeah, I, I a, like. The, the, I, I'm a. I'm an avid defender of the Lost World. It's a bad yeah. movie, but I'm a defender of the Lost World. Yeah, and it was. It was so mean. Like that movie is so mean, and 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 I. I, I, I was kind of disappointed <laughs> in Spielberg because he doesn't make mean movies. He doesn't. Yeah. But Jurassic, <laughs> but, but the Lost World was a mean movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was everything that the negative critics said it was. You want, you want, yeah, I'll, yeah. Fuck, I'll fucking do it. See if I don't. Do yeah, it, exactly. Do it. It, it was, it was the exact opposite of Jurassic Park. Like, he really, he really did make a Jurassic Park movie just to flip everybody off, didn't he? Yeah, like, <laughs> he did. Like, so, um, Jeff Goldblum, man, uh-huh. man, uh-huh. man. Uh, <laughs> I, I I gotta tell you, dude. Um, I have been a fan of Jeff Goldblum since I saw him in The Fly, and uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Nice. And uh, it's yeah, I watched that movie when I was a kid. Wow. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> and I and back then I thought Gina Davis was attractive, but um, they Aww, back uh, then. <laughs> no, she's awesome now. She's an awesome person now. But anyway. oh god, dude, Gina Davis is um, an amazing actress. She's incredible. But, but in this movie, uh, like he was cool. Like he was a cool rock star, you know. Yes, very much. And, and it's a totally <laughs> different. Well, I wouldn't say totally different from the book, because in the book he was kind of the same. Yeah, right? he was. He was like, a very he, cavalier he was, doctor. Yeah, like he was very. But here's the thing: 
and 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 this is this is why why uh, I appreciate you pointing out that this is an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. That scene where they're in eating the uh, the 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 soup, the cod. Yeah, because and they're talking. They're talking about the 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 whole thing. Like you know, you're you're uh, you're waving this around like a kid who's found his dad's gun. You yeah. know, you went you you have all this technology, but you didn't have. Uh, um, what was it? The uh, um, you didn't go through the process of obtaining it. Yeah, uh, you wrote you wrote is, the backs of brilliant men. Yeah and, yeah, and man, that is like such great dialogue, dude. I I don't know why every time I see that because I'm watching it right now, uh-huh. and I was like, imagine somebody saying that to Elon Musk and him just being like, "Yes, what's your point?" <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of did. They kind of yeah. Elon Musk did. Like, yes, what's your point? And they're trying to say. <laughs> And 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 Alan Grant makes a great point. Like like we're separated by sixty five million years of evolution and you know difference. And like these creatures. And then uh, Stadler comes in and says, you know, these creatures have no idea where they are. They have no idea what century they're in. Like where where do we draw the line mm-hmm. of of what's ethical here? You know, Real of bringing these creatures, man. Yeah, great questions. Like this great conversation. And then and then uh uh um. Uh, the guy says, you know, condors. He's and he's like, what if we brought condors? You would have nothing to say. He's like, no, like the, these creatures weren't uh, made extinct by man. Uh, they were chosen uh, for extinction. You know, like like they had their shot. Krypton had its chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and John Hammond has like one and not the other, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> and John Hammond has has one of the one of my favorite lines of the movie, and it's and this is like one of the great comedic moments where he's like, where he's like, I I, I bring all these scientists in who I think is going to be on my side, but the only one on my side is a blood sucking lawyer. <laughs> Thank you. And he goes, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yeah. And what's so funny is that in the book, Gennaro is a hero. Yeah. Like, he actually, he's the guy that saves the kids, right? Yeah. He's the one who fucking saves them from being eaten. Yeah. Like, and they just use him for fodder. <laughs> Which I appreciate. I really I did do. Too. I, do. I was like, I don't, we don't need any more characters. We got, we got Alan Grant. We've got... <laughs> yeah. We've got Dr. Sadler. We've got Malcolm. Mm. We got Sam Jackson in this one, baby. Dude, Sam Jackson. Hold on, and, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? The actor who plays Muldoon. Um, that guy um, who passed away a couple years after the movie was made, I think. Uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, man. And uh, the guy. The, oh, what's his name? The guy who played Newman. Oh, Wayne Knight. Uh, Wayne Knight. <clears throat> so... When I was a kid, uh, I I uh, I only watched this movie for the dinosaurs. Right? I didn't yeah. really, I didn't really as much as as I did when I when I got older. Yeah. But man, like how they explained how everything went wrong in this movie with yeah. with, uh, with Wayne Knight's character being the catalyst for everything to go wrong. Yeah. Like it's. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, uh, freaking internet, man. I tell the you. internet struck us down. It striked us down. Freaking gremlins, I tell you. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Dennis Nedry. <clears throat> the uh, um, the catalyst for everything that, that went down in this movie. And uh, I, I got to tell you, man, like he, he uh, for him being the closest thing to a villain in this movie... He's very likable in my opinion. <laughs> like, I like fucking adore him in this movie. 
Like, you don't blame him. You don't blame him. No. You know? Because, the whole because thing. it's like, I'm sorry, bro. It's somebody who's like, you know what? This job doesn't appreciate me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, do you, do you do you know do you know uh, uh, what, something about like do you know uh, what you get from me for for what I for what I put out for this job or whatever like what you're paying me yeah. is not enough for what I'm doing for you kind of thing. Yeah. And it's funny because because uh, uh, Hammond like throughout the whole the entirety of this movie he keeps saying how he spared no expense how he how he spared no expense right when you can mm. see all the corners that were cut. All the corners in, that were in, cut, in, yeah, yeah. By having one guy run the 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 facility, you know, one guy who is not paying enough, by the way, <laughs> you know. But uh, he did hire Samuel Jackson. Okay, so there's another fart in the system. Apparently, the system doesn't want us talking about Dennis Nedry, so let's move along uh, to... Uh, uh, we didn't say the magic <laughs> word. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, we're here losing our minds, and you're over here eating butterfingers? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that's that's the magic of the internet, folks. Yeah. Samuel Jackson, man. Who? Where? Where the hell did Samuel Jackson come from, dude? Like I'm, I'm a. Uh, I had no idea who he was. Uh, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to Samuel Jackson until Pulp Fiction, uh, which was two years after this movie. Yeah. And uh, but man, like he he like flew under the radar on this one, huh? Big time. <laughs> like it's one of those really weird things now where like, like I imagine it's a lot of money to just have Sam Jackson cameo in your fucking movie now. <laughs> yeah like and it's so funny because he's practically a cameo in a lot of movies he just pops the fuck up and he's gone like well, I'm, i imagine that costs a few million dollars to do now well he's he's asking for it and he's getting it so good for him man like seriously oh yeah <laughs> good for him but but back then man like this like he apparently like he's in his he's in his uh like 40s here in this movie yeah which is weird. so so like I mean, he had already been in like uh, uh, he had small roles in a bunch of movies. Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, I, I had seen him in uh, um, Coming to America mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Goodfellas and um, a bunch of smaller movies. I think what was it like Mo Better Blues or something like that? Or yeah, I think he was in Boys in the Hood too. No, he wasn't in Boys in the Hood. Wasn't it? I thought he had a cameo in that. Or like a cameo. He was just in no, the background. He was just in the background. No. Uh, it's funny because there is a character in Boys in the Hood that is being parodied in the uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas video game. Yeah. And it's and it's voiced by Samuel Jackson. Oh, nice. I didn't know <laughs> so, that. Yeah, so <laughs> that comes full circle. But anyway. No <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, man, like this 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 whole this whole movie is stacked with with amazing actors and and you all the all the different movies had uh had uh at least one of the original actors from the original films yeah like part, yeah. Like part two had um had jeff goldblum part three had sam neill uh jurassic world had uh, um oh what's his name bd wong bd wong yeah. Who, who, I gotta tell you, man, like he had a, he had a, a no, like, like 
like anybody could have played this role or whatever. Just a throw. He, it was a throwaway was role. Throwaway scientist. Yeah, like he was. He he. he it was it was just a no but no nothing role, right? Mm-hmm. But then his character comes back in Jurassic World, and like it adds a whole new level to this to this character. Mm-hmm. And B.D. Wong takes this no non like like nothing character who had nothing behind him, who had no motivations, who had no nothing. And he turned it into this guy who is who has all the ambitions in the world mm-hmm. and who created these creatures for profit, you yeah. know, and like. It's 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 crazy to me, and I totally appreciate that. You know, because he was he was a scientist that got to do what every scientist dreams of doing. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, and that and that's what and that leads uh, to my to my theory that these aren't real dinosaurs; they're just genetically Monsters. modified creatures. You know, like the Indominus cool. Rex. You know, yeah, which is cool. <laughs> wow, I was, which I'm, is cool. I'm, I'm, I, like I said, I, I don't know, man. They they got these movies get sillier and sillier the more they make <laughs> them. Uh, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the new one, but from what I understand, spoiler alert that that I heard. Did you hear who the bad guy is in this? Uh, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Um, is it him? Who? But no, uh, no, no. Who is it? it, it it's another throwaway character. <laughs> and what? nobody cares. <laughs> See, we did, got Dotson here. <laughs> did did Gennaro, Did Gennaro survive? <laughs> no, Dotson is the villain. Dotson, Dotson. We got Dotson here. Nobody cares. Again, I hope he still has that hat. Appropriate response, right? See, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, that's why I was like, is it really a spoiler? Or are we are we really out of we're out of people, dude? But that's oh my god, dude! And like, you never see him again in any of the movies. That's why. Like you never see him again in any of the movies, and and like the, the there's a scene where where Nedry when Nedry dies, mm-hmm. and they the, they follow the the can of of DNA, and it's covered by mud, like apparently that was to set up the sequel, yeah. because at the time, uh, uh, uh they were they were uh, Spielberg and Michael Crichton were were uh, were, were going to work together on a uh, on a feature film about doctors and they were going to call it er but that fell through and and michael Crichton took that and made a tv show about it yeah yeah but while they were working on it uh he told them about a book that he was writing about dinosaurs in a, in a dinosaur park mm-hmm. and steven Spielberg was like okay i'm gonna buy the rights right now and we're gonna make the movie while you're still writing the book that this movie is based on right ridiculous at the time, there wasn't a sequel to Jurassic Park yet. Yeah. So, and he didn't know, they didn't know if they wanted Michael Crichton to write another one. Mm-hmm. So this was set up for the sequel. Yeah. And nothing ever came of it. I, I so, think it finally does in this movie. I don't know like, yet. I haven't seen it. I haven't I did, either. I, I, I did hear that rumor, though. Like, I, I I watched a, a no-spoiler review, and they like they mentioned that Dotson's the villain. I'm like, Dotson? Like, wow. I hope they got the same actor. Do they get the same actor? Because that would be awesome. I have no idea. I hope so. That would be the only way I'd be okay with it. (laughs) I hope they did. Like, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. But, like, either way, it's it's one of those movies where, like, (sighs) I don't want to watch them. I have Mm -hmm. to. 
Yeah. Like it feels like required viewing. I have to at least watch if I'm going to hate it, like I've hated the other ones, I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have any problems with the other ones. And the, the way I look at it uh, is these are um like nothing can touch the original, right? Like right. they can make a million a million Jurassic Park movies. It's not going <laughs> to yeah. do anything to the original. Yeah, not, that's not very true. That's very true. None of the, so, nothing they do with Jurassic Park will ever hurt the original at this yeah. point. Like because they're so different from the what the original was, that you know, and and once again they're making it, um, they're making it uh, for modern audiences, you know, without Spielberg's involvement, from what I hear. Like yeah, he just slapped his name on it because, you know, whatever they 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 they, they slap an executive producer. On, on a title and that yeah. gets credit, you know? <clears throat> well, that's, that's kind of the dream, isn't it? Like, yeah. That's, that's where, where they keep making the movies and you don't have to have anything to do with it. And they just, they send you a paycheck. Yep. Yep. Like, Same thing with Michael Bay and the Transformers movies. <laughs> that's why whenever, whenever you hear something that says like from the creators of Saw, that just means James Wan is getting a paycheck. <laughs> exactly. That's all that means. Whenever you hear like, exactly. from the creators of Saw, like that just yep. means James Wan's getting a paycheck. Yeah. That's the only reason those like epic movies and disaster movies made any money was because they 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 advertise it as two of the six writers from Scary Movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, well, that doesn't. Yeah. But anyway, the the, the, the it, it works the same as like, you know, ska. I, I look at them as ska bands. The more <laughs> members there are, the more it's gonna just not be good. <laughs> and like it's the same thing with writers. <laughs> The more member, the more writers there are, the less good it's going to be. Like, no like, offense to anybody out there in a ska band. I just like I don't like your music. I'm sorry. Like no offense. Hey man, they have like they have like four trumpet players, three three trombones, and hey man, I don't, and... I don't I don't know jack shit about ska, but I know when there's like thirteen like guys on a small stage, it's going to sound like a cavalcade. It's going to sound like an assault of noise. Hey man, and a like, slipknot can do it. <laughs> no, that's a fucking that's a very rare. <laughs> they got lucky yeah they got real lucky with that even then that was a bit like well that's a lot of guys yeah, but, uh, yeah dude, I, and that's that, that might just because i like that music you know what i mean i, mm -hmm. I love the first album and like just for whatever reason skull was never my thing guys like no offense mm -hmm. like and what the fuck do i know i'm just i know i'm not i'm not your fucking i'm not your well, buddy. the only reason i like skull the only reason i like skull is because i played the tony hawk games when i was little younger so <laughs> i feel that yeah. I know that plot, so, <laughs> so anyway, and yeah, man, a, a Jurassic Park was a cultural touchstone that, like, every kid in the '90s just—it was so prolific. Mm. Even it after, is. even after the movies came out, right? It, it had a little is. bit of a hiatus in the early 2000s, mm. but it came back in a big way. And like, the movies are are. I mean, even though it's getting like bad reviews or whatever, like it's still making it's still gonna make its money. Dollars. Yeah, like, give me a fucking break. That movie's not gonna be number one at the box office. And apparently, and apparently, like like this is definitively the last movie in in the um, well, you know. Well, well, see, that's what I was saying. I was this like, concludes the story. Yeah, I was like, at this point, if you're gonna do another one, you have to remake it. Yeah, like it's pointless to keep going. It's yeah. it's, it's it was pointless to keep going. I understand doing a new trilogy like i get that it's just it's all the rage now sagas mm -hmm. are all the rage now like everybody yeah. wants to be star wars like even last yesterday i watched all three of the fantastic beast movies i'd never seen them really before. and like boy let me tell you they're good 
They're yeah. really good. Like that that yeah. Harry Potter that Harry Potter world is fucking dope. But I haven't like, seen I haven't seen the Harry Potter movies in a very long time since like I think the I think the first time I ever watched all the Harry Potter movies was when the last movie came out same. and uh, I saw all of them so that I could watch the last one. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's, that's so that was what like ten time. years ago. Yeah, it was literally <laughs> the last time I marathoned them all. But like I do, I occasionally do go back and I watch Goblet of Fire because that's like Empire good. Yeah, in my opinion, it's Empire good. That's like that's their isn't best. That, isn't that directed by the guy that directed like the Orphanage? I have no fucking clue. I wouldn't be surprised. Goblet of Fire. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check that that I out. Because... That's that that's the that's the Harry, that's Harry Potter's Empire. To me, that's Empire Strikes Back good. That's part five, isn't it? Yeah, it's like four. Five. Hold on, Patty, baby, <laughs> my love. Go to our, she can't our resident. She's like she's jamming music. Go Hold to on. our resident. Right. Uh, hey, what what part is is um, Goblet of Fire? Part four. It's four. Okay. Part four. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's it's four. Harry Potter found my ass. I said I I like Harry Potter. I'm not a fucking diehard yeah. like. But for somebody, I'm sorry, I did not read all the books because I wasn't going to read the books and watch the movie and then be unsatisfied. So I watched all the movies. But for a diehard Harry Potter fan, you should know the order of the books. Damn, I'm in <laughs> trouble, homie. Like, well, to to bring it back, <laughs> if you don't know the rest of them, that's fine. I, I know, I knew it was four or five. Does that count for something? That should count for something. I'm gonna give it. She's mad. Well, She's like, you call yourself a know-it-all podcast. Like, mm-hmm. damn, dude. Well, call to bring it around, to bring it around, John Williams did do the music for for the Harry Potter movies. Aha! Good point. Good point. Very good point. So, no frame of uh, reference for wizards either. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't even start on Star Wars. Listen, man. Just because it's Harry Potter in space, like, and it did it first. That's all it is, bro. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't. Your 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 Harry Potter is not a story about a an orphan who inherited a magic yeah, power the, that he and he was and he was he was taught and by and by, and by an wizard. Older wizard. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of mm. a prophecy. No. No. No prophecy. <laughs> cool. Whatever. <laughs> so, so uh yeah man um jurassic park is is one of my go-to movies uh i i i own it on vhs i own it on dvd i own it on blu-ray i don't own it on 4k uh but Shame. i see that in my future <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally watching it on hbo like yeah i don't know man streaming has streaming has utterly satisfied me like i like i like my my hard copy collection and there's some movies that you just want to have a hard copy of like in case of apocalypse yeah but like yeah I recently dude. i recently bought the batman on 4k by the way so what oh, but that looks so fucking good oh yeah I, it looks it looks better it looks better on physical than it does streaming uh mostly because you know with streaming like it all depends on the the bandwidth and you know everything but when you have it in the 4K disc, man, it's that way throughout the whole thing. So all that good shit that we pretend to know all about because no idea how it works. Yeah, awesome. I like to. I mean, but I'm, we're very good at pretending. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. Any final thoughts on on this uh, Spielberg classic that we're kicking off Spielberg Month with? Uh, I don't know if. <sighs> 
I don't know if it's the best Spielberg movie, but it's certainly my favorite one, I think. Yeah. Like, I think Jurassic Park is certainly my favorite Spielberg movie. Uh, it's definitely one of the ones that holds up the most. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's hard. It, it's hard to like, like say that because God damn, he's got just thinking about it. I'm like, God, he made so many good fucking movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, there's something about the feel of Jurassic Park of that that monster movie that should see. There's monster movies. And then there's Frankenstein movies. The first Frankenstein yeah. movie was was a Frankenstein movie, and then they became monster movies. And yeah. that's sort of Jurassic Park. Like yeah. Jurassic Park is a Frankenstein movie. It's yeah. that whole like you're so preoccupied with whether or not you could do it, you didn't think whether or not you should. You know it's what I mean? Science, it's a very science fiction based, like you know. Very. It's. Yeah. I think that's what I like the most about it is is whether you think so or not. Jurassic Park is one of the absolute best sci-fi movies out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can, it's not a sci-fi movie. There's no lasers or spaceships. That's not what a sci-fi movie is. <laughs> like one of the best sci-fi movies ever made is Planet of the Apes. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, Planet of the Apes, guys, it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it is a tremendous, tremendous sci-fi movie. Um, probably one of the, if not the absolute best, it's certainly in the argument. Mm-hmm. For best, one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. Um, they do get fun. They do lose you. Um, but Jurassic Park, for my money, is is probably the 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 best thing he ever made. At least my favorite thing he ever. Made. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I will add this. Um, with how good of a director Steven Spielberg is, I think that if you were to show what he does best when it comes to like materials for all ages. I think Jurassic Park is the one movie that you can say this movie is 100% for all ages. No matter yes. what. It's yes. all age appropriate. You know, like this is, this is your first way of showing your kid. Like do, are they, are they going to handle scary yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, I mean, ET, ET is fine, but it's, but it's very, very geared towards kids. You know? Yeah. And, and like, I think the the thing is is my distaste for ET like is because that movie's very hand fed. Like mm-hmm. it is it is very spoon fed for children. Yeah. And and the thing is um I had a fucking absurd childhood. Not a bad <laughs> one, but absurd. Uh, absurd nonetheless like the rating schmatings, you know what I mean? Like mom mm-hmm. didn't care about the the soccer mom union. Like mm-hmm. those were not her neighbors or friends. Yeah. So, you know, rated R, whatever. Are there are there naked ladies in it? Mm. Like, yeah, not can't watch that. <laughs> but there were no naked women. Yeah. I could watch it. And like somebody tells me that's the kind of parent I'm gonna be like, is there blood and guts in it? Yes, no. <laughs> like, well, see, I'm already like that. That's why like mm. my my stepkids don't even realize like how good they are at, at with horror movies, because my youngest like the youngest is just like get feed me horror movies. Awesome. It's the, it's the oldest that's like I don't want to watch that. But then like the other day I put on Evil Dead Two. Uh-huh. I was like I'm curious enough to see what they that's what, hardcore how, how they're gonna react to it. <laughs> yeah, because like we were talking we were talking about the movie that we made and how like Patty was doing the makeup for it and stuff like that. Mm. And we were just we were having conversation with them about it, and they were like, "How is stuff like that made?" So we showed them. Like movies that have a lot of makeup, a mm-hmm. lot of guerrilla filmmaking tricks. Mm-hmm. 
And I and like none is better than Evil Dead Two and the guerrilla filmmaking tricks. So I, I was trying to show them how this stuff is made, and they're sitting there watching it, and like the little one thinks it's the funniest shit on the planet. Mm -hmm. She's like this kind of is. Years old, <laughs> sitting there watching, watching this, going, "This is so fake." Yeah. Like that looks that, so but that, fake. That, but but that's that's what makes it so great, you know. And like and like they, mean, they, they they say that, but the whole time they're not touching their phones. They're watching mm -hmm. Evil Dead too. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't even realize how like if that doesn't scare you, like you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't find much scarier than that. Like there isn't much scary. There is. But like, yeah, but I mean, th this is this. It's I I, I want to say it's lighthearted, but it's not lighthearted. It's, you know, just it's 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 good for, for what you're trying to show them. And, and right. I think I think that's what I want to do uh, when I want when I want to introduce my kids to horror mm -hmm. is be like, look, this is how they did it. And this mm -hmm. is how. Uh, this is how it's done, and this is the end result. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, let them let them take the ride, and then show them how the ride works. Like you know? I want, I want the one I want to show them is the thing. Like I want to show mm. them the thing, and like the the only thing about that fucking movie mm -hmm. is like whether you, I don't care how tough or cool you are, that's a scary fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is a horror movie. It's yeah. technically it's a sci-fi film. Fuck you. No, it's not. It's a sci-fi horror. horror. It's a horror movie. <laughs> it's the same thing I say about Alien. The first Alien. Well, technically, it's a sci-fi horror. It's no, a that, that's horror a, movie. That's a slasher movie, dude. Yeah, I was like, it's a fucking horror movie. Just because the killer's in space. Jason went to space. That's Robocop. I mean, Robocop. Uh, Terminator. Terminator's a, a slasher Terminator's horror a slasher. movie. Yeah, like yeah. Ter the original Terminator is like, it's not, it's not any, uh, it's not fucking too much darker than Halloween, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking scary movie. But anyway, man, uh, yeah, dude, so uh, Spielberg has uh, different levels of, of appropriateness for his for his uh, for his audience, I guess. Um, uh, most definitely. Next week, uh, I kind of want to get into um, to, to further go down Spielberg month. Uh, what is considered one of the greatest uh, um, franchises out there mm -hmm. that is that is, you know, potentially coming back that is coming back uh in in the next in the next couple of years which is indiana jones oh good lord so okay. what, what do you think of okay. indiana jones i love me some indiana jones hi sassy say hi bobby hi bobby <laughs> <laughs> okay let me finish man. say hi to the audience say hi audience hi audience <laughs> go outside. Go outside. Go outside. Just right there. Okay. Okay. Says so he wants to say bye, but uh, yeah, man. Next week we're going we're going to uh, take a look at uh, Indiana Jones, and uh, one of my all time favorite movies that I did not watch until I was an adult. No. Which is Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, you did I not did. watch Raiders as an adult. I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was in college. Well, I'm learning so much about you. I grew, up, I grew up watching the Temple of Doom. I watched the Temple of Doom first, and I saw, uh, uh, I saw the Last Crusade in theaters. You watched Temple of Doom and Lost Crusade first, and you yes. still... Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you stuck with it. 
I'm yeah. glad you stuck with Indiana Jones because like, no, like and that's crazy to me. And and because because like as I grew up, I'm watching uh, uh <laughs> I'm watching uh uh Temple of Doom. Too. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's cause that's cause she has yet to watch all the movies that, that we've been talking about, but she'll get there. She's like, no, I've seen Raiders. <laughs> Even I've seen Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, so until next week, man. Uh, okay, Sassy, say bye. Bye. <laughs> say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Will. Oh, Is that my friends? What's the movie Know It All podcast? You're on the Know It All network. Uh, check out bye. our Facebook account. Check out our, uh, our, uh, bye, all our, all our pages and stuff. Okay, bye. she's distracting me. She's distracting me. You, can find, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at the Know It All Network. Look for us on Spotify. Where I'm <laughs> okay, now it's getting annoying. Okay, okay. Okay, okay we'll see you guys 